Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. It is Star Wars Tonight. We continue our review of The Force Awakens with Star Wars Report producer extraordinaire Bruce Gibson. Let's do it right about now. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Star Wars tonight. That time where we're, uh, we're filling time until we really start digging into Rogue One. We promise we'll get there eventually, but we're still talking Force Awakens. I'm your host, Riley Blanton, and so glad you've decided to join us. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Please delete as appropriate. And like I said in the intro there, uh, you, you hear him on the <laughs> live from the Ritz-Carlton. Am I right? Uh, it's Bruce Gibson, That is everybody. correct. Yes, I'm at the Ritz-Carlton. Sweet. Dude, like... How's thanks, it going? I, I, it's going fantastic, man. Thanks for your dedication, dude. Like, I literally texted you like, hey, I'm live. You want to talk, TFA? And boom, here you were. Uh, and that's kind of our Who theme. Who would have known? We had such Who a great... Who would have known? Because I'm, like, sitting here at the bar at the Ritz-Carlton with, like, co-workers, and now I'm doing a podcast with you. It, it, it is, is, is not life magical... Is not life it's magical. Still magical, dude. Um, so let's talk TFA because that I had such a great time uh, talking with with the one and only Carl Leclerc from the Wampus Lair on the last episode. Uh, that I just kind of I wanted to get your your take on on the Force Awakens. What's the biggest? Here, here's here, let's start this way. What's the biggest difference that you have watching the movie now that you've had time to process it? Is, it, has it has your perception of the film changed in the last, uh, well, oh, two-thirds a year or so? You know, it has changed a little bit in the fact that um, it, it felt more fresh to me when I saw it because it was new. But now I'm seeing what people are saying about, you know, oh, it seems to mirror the um, A New Hope and maybe even Return of the Jedi in a lot of ways. And, uh, I mean, I love the movie for the fact that it really works well with the uh, original trilogy, but I really want to see something a little more bold and taking chances in the next episode, in episode eight. Yeah. No, I think and that, that makes was, sense. I think you, you feel the same way, I think. Yeah, that was kind of our point of discussion where we, we it, it is such a well done foundation, particularly with the new characters, because it's such an enormous challenge, right? Like to bring in. Uh, a new villain to bring in new uh, protagonists. Like it's tough. It's a difficult, uh, like I say, challenge to to have those opposite iconic characters like Luke Skywalker and most importantly Han Solo because he's the one who's mainly in the movie. Um, and we touched on it briefly, but uh, but moving forward, what do you think of the whole idea of um, Han Solo? actually like showing up in some form or fashion as um it, this goes back to the whole kathleen kennedy like and they're all returning do you think like we get a voiceover no. like a anakin no type of uh, moment with han solo no I, I i think uh we we've seen the last of harrison ford in these movies when when kathleen kennedy says oh they're all returning i think she clearly means that you know, the, the surviving characters that you saw in uh, The Force Awakens will return in episode eight. Because, I mean, if she, if she knew Harrison Ford was returning, she would not say, oh, all the cast is coming back, including Harrison Ford. Because 
that would be revealing a little too much as to what might happen in episode eight. If Harrison Ford were to return in any capacity, they'd want to keep that a surprise. So I really believe that Harrison Ford's done. He's moving on to Indy five and uh, the rest of the cast we will see in episode eight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, and, and um, it's so hard not to get caught up in episode eight. I feel like only in the last few weeks, especially with the release of the most recent Rogue One trailer, have we actually had the opportunity to kind of start adjusting to the idea of Rogue One. Like normally with the, the huge anticipation gap uh, where we were waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for The Force Awakens, and then we see the movie and we're like, wait, what happened to Luke Skywalker? Wait, Han Solo's dead. What does that mean? Wait, what happens next? And it's like, we, had to, we have to slam on the brakes for the episode eight uh, speculation and think about Rogue One. Yeah, which is really odd because when you come out seeing episode seven, like you said, you're speculating what's going to be in the next movie. Well, the next movie has nothing to do with episode seven. It's a prequel. Yes, I said the word prequel. Mm. It's a prequel to mm. <laughs> A New Hope. And you almost have to readjust and refocus and take yourself back to the original trilogy, back to the original first movie and refocus on that time period. And then we're going to be talking like crazy after Rogue One comes out. We're all going to be talking about that film. And then again, you have to refocus and take yourself 30 years or 34, 35, whatever years in the future to episode eight. So it's kind of like this ping pong thing where we're in one time period, then we got to go back to another and then back to the future of uh, episode eight. So it's kind of a strange thing. And it's, it's hard to explain that to casual Star Wars viewers because, you know, when I talk to people, they're like, wait, there's a third Death Star. There's, you know, what is all this? And I have to explain to them about where this takes place versus what they just saw. And then I'm going to have to explain to them again what you just saw this, this December takes place. The next movie takes place after what you saw two Decembers ago. It gets really confusing. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's so true. Well, we haven't had a chance. Let, let's, let's indulge ourselves now a little bit. Let's, let's take the opportunity to, to kind of touch base with Rogue One as well. I feel like this could be like a bridge episode because we are finally, we have the new trailer and we haven't had a chance to talk to you on the main show on the Star Wars Report yet. So let's, let's get your thoughts right here on Star Wars Tonight. Um, the Rogue One trailer. What are your big takeaways uh, f- from from the latest and, and really final, evidently, Rogue One trailer? My big takeaway is that this trailer made me more excited than the previous trailer and the teaser trailer because it felt like Star Wars and it kind of set up a story for me that I have an idea I have an idea of where this story is going to start, how it's going to start off the movie. Uh, I got a sense that Jin is uh, more dimensional than I think what I felt in the previous trailers. So uh, I really think that uh, this trailer is set up to create this, what do we call it, spinoff film, anthology film, yeah. whatever we're calling the it. The Star now, Wars story. To feel like Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah, a Star Wars story. And it feels like Star Wars. And, uh, I mean, I'd like to see other alien characters. I'd like to see a little more whimsy in the film. And I'm not really perceiving that in the trailer. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm keeping my, my mind open to We're, see what we get. Well, we've get, we've get two, two, two shoes. What, what's the name of that alien? <laughs> I forget. Oh, yeah, like 
two, two red, red two, I don't know. Elon. <laughs> Gold two, something like that. Uh, it's two, like Elon two. two uh, ballet, I don't know. Uh, what, some, something like that. Um, and also, so Rogue One, in, in the news recently, uh, is it, we have uh, exclusively with USA Today new information on the actual, before Rogue One, is, is the novel, uh, Catalyst, Star Wars Catalyst by yeah. James Lucino, who I had an opportunity to talk to at New York Comic Con. He super, super great guy. In fact, I did that thing, uh, Bruce, where I totally uh, had the. I was just kind of hanging out at the Del Rey booth. He was there. It was he was there early before a signing started that he was going to do uh, for the the Star Wars Catalyst posters. Star Wars Catalyst, the novel. That's the prequel to Rogue One that's coming out here in a few weeks. And uh, I, I totally had a confession welling inside my heart where I kind of actually had to build up a little bit of, maybe not courage, but just kind of like uh, take a moment to actually do something that I usually don't do. And I, and I had to go to confront uh, Mr. James Lucino, uh, and uh, and I'll tell you what happened right after I say thank you to the people who are supporting this very program. Uh, if you want to uh, help out the uh, show as we get ready to move in towards our right now twice weekly, but very soon three times, and then in that final thirty day countdown, ladies and gentlemen, daily live content counting down to Star Wars Rogue One here at the Star Wars Tonight podcast. Well, you can support us. And we appreciate everyone who is supporting us. You can do so by going to StarWarsReport.com slash Patreon or simply Patreon.com slash StarWarsReport. Either way, it takes you straight to our support page where you can check out really cool bonus content like our exclusive RSS feed our, uh, where we drop uh, podcast episode bonuses as well as one of my favorites, uh, exclusive T-shirts and probably something I don't really highlight enough but our patron-only uh, Facebook chat that we always keep going, always having a good time kind of chatting with the folks who, uh, who support this show. So join the community and uh, support the Star Wars Report and Star Wars Tonight at patreon.com slash Star Wars Report. So, Bruce, James Lucino. Uh, <laughs> so I, I am not the... And people who've listened to the Star Wars Report for a while know this. I am not the biggest rogue... Rogue One guy. Uh, Rogue One guy. It's top of my head. I mean, you guy. Like, I've, I've read a decent amount of Star Wars uh, Expanded Universe books before the Disney buy. And by decent I'm, amount, I mean an amount that pales in comparison to all of my Star Wars friends so that they can make fun of me with how little. But, uh, but one of those books that really was a defining moment early in Riley's fandom was uh, right around the time of Revenge of the Sith coming out because that was when I was really first getting into Star Wars, uh, like, really, really seriously because uh, a lot of my buddies were into it. And that novel was Labyrinth of Evil. I yes, love I loved yes. that book. I loved yes. how they went to Cato Nemoidia and we found out what that was about. I loved that we got to see... The what was going on with Anakin and Obi-Wan right before Revenge of the Sith. And most specifically, I loved finding out about uh, how Palpatine was kidnapped and how a squad of clone troopers who had no idea that were on special orders from the Jedi had no idea who, who Palpatine was, and they were on a mission to make this discovery. And they were like going through the, the lower levels of Coruscant where they were actually getting close to the Sith Lord's lair, you know, unbeknownst to them, that's Palpatine. And like, it's just a, it was a beautifully really well told book. And yes, they, you know, they're 
conflicts with the Gindy series and then later with the, the Clone Wars animated series. Um, but, but none of that matters. What matters was is that that was one of the first books that really got me into the kind of expanded world of Star Wars beyond just Revenge of the Sith. So I had to walk up to him. Uh, and, uh, dude, man, it was... Um, uh, it, it was it was Jim Lucino, and he's sitting right there. So I did the thing, and I was like, "Hey, I'm Riley. You know, this is super dumb, but I have to do it. Otherwise, I'd kick myself." But I just wanted to say, when I was like 14 and first ever discovered Star Wars, like your book, Labyrinth of Evil, was one of the first ones I ever read, and it got me into Star Wars books, and it got me into Star Wars, and it was great. It was great. The book was great, and I liked you, James Lucino. And, uh, and at which point he was super gracious and was like, well, thank you so much. And he was very conversational. And here's the telling thing, Bruce. He, instead of like, well, thank you, sir. You know, when I, when I was going through the process of writing Palpatine's character and really trying to capture the sinister nation. No, no, he didn't do any of that. He immediately did that thing that all true gentlemen do. And he didn't, he didn't even talk about himself or the book or anything. He started asking me questions about my life. He's just like a super chill, nice guy. So there you go, everybody. Uh, James Lucino, uh, a, a true gift to humanity. Uh, super nice guy. Uh, and now he's but he was story. like really into, he was interested in talking to you and getting to know you versus him telling you about himself. Yeah, and it's 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 a it's a blessing. It's a it, again, it's a it's it's too rare a character feature. And so, you know what? I'm now the Star Wars Catalyst evangelist. Everybody go pre-order Star Wars Catalyst. It's going to be great. It tells the story of Galen Erso and his you know, uh, start with his involvement with building the Death Star and how he relates to Orson Krennic and like all that backstory behind Star Wars Rogue One. A lot of it's being told in Star Wars Catalyst. Evidently, uh, I can't wait for it. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah, be great. and that's coming out. I think what November fifteenth. I know it's about a month before the movie release. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I'll tell you what. We we actually got a request. Um, if we're taking calls, uh, and actually, yeah, we can do that. Absolutely. Um, so here's what you want to do: Skype username the Riley guy, and uh, and then what you're going to do is just send me a send send a request to that user account. It's the Riley guy. R I L E Y. Wait, wait, no, that's the Twitter. Like, see, ah, this is old school. No, never mind. Scratch that. That's the Twitter. <laughs> what I have to remember is the Skype is Jedi Riles all together. Jedi R I L E S. Jedi R I L E S. And that way we can take calls. I'll keep an eye on it. The thing with uh, the thing with Skype is is that I have to uh, I have to monitor because I put it on do, do not disturb so that it doesn't have uh, all the notifications going off. But that's okay. Just send me a request. I've got it up right now. Uh, and uh, and we should be able to 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 handle that. Now, uh, in the meantime, uh, let's see. Oh, it looks like oh we <laughs> we, we dropped Bruce. Bruce is down. That's all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a communications disruption can mean only one thing: invasion. All right, uh, let's get. Uh, Let's, uh, oh, oh, well, we'll see, like, right as I say that, ladies and gentlemen, see, this is, this is the thing. Here's, here's the thing. It's just me and you, podcast RSS feed member, because here's what happened. Uh, the, the handy dandy, and by handy dandy, I mean god awful, uh, curse its existence, AT&T DSL here at the, at the Blanton household is down. Uh, we do have a communications disruption, uh, but, 
so right as we were about to take calls too. What a what a shame. What a shame. That's uh that's very disappointing. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, what we'll do instead uh, is take just a brief moment here to double check the old internet connection. And if uh, if we're down, we're down. Uh, oh oh, it looks like we're looks like we're back up. I think. I think. <laughs> I think we're let's 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 give it a test. Let's give it a test. Let's see if we can get Mr. Bruce Gibson back on the line to continue our uh, conversation here. Uh, <laughs> uh, there it is. Hello. Yep. Hey, you know, I'm back. I feel like now's an excellent time to also mention thanks to the people supporting us on Patreon that uh, that even though we uh, oh wait wait. It says Bruce Gibson's calling me. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce, you're calling me. I, w- I, was getting tr- I was trying to call you at the same time you were calling me. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, <laughs> so ignore that call. You got it. You got it. Yeah, I feel like now's hey, a good time. Hey, here's some good news. What's up? You want to hear something real quick? So as I, I, I lost connection with you, but then I ran into somebody from the Stars Network, and they're showing uh, The Force Awakens. And she promised me that she's going to send us some gifts that we can give to what? listeners so we what? might do some little giveaway sometime here in the near Like happening live as we record, you're just running yes. into like big Hollywood executives saying we have free Star Wars stuff? Yes. She came to me and she goes, hey, I know I said I was going to send you something for your podcast, but she goes, I, I never got around to you. I want to do that. And I said, well, it's so funny because I just lost connection with Star Wars tonight. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm going to send you something. <laughs> Excellent. So look at that. Excellent. Uh, Making things happen, right? That's the producer's job. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. I, I came that. outside, too, so, nice. uh, so I have better connection. I, yeah, cause, but now you don't have, like, the, you don't have the, the, the cantina am- ambiance. I feel like there should have been steel drums going, uh, no, uh, so I'm going to take just a brief moment to say, um, as, as the podcast listeners heard as I was regaining internet connection, uh, it, it, DSL failed us. But literally, as I record this tomorrow, as I record this tomorrow, oh, good Lord. Uh, oh, Who's uh, calling? Is that George? I was going to say, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea what craziness <laughs> is happening at this very George. moment. Oh, uh, JJ? that's Happy? no, that's definitely my mom on my cell phone, which is plugged in oh. right now. All right. Focus. Mama said hi. I've, I, I, I will. I will. Um, so yeah, literally tomorrow, uh, thanks to people who are financially supporting us. Um, I'm, we're literally getting a dedic- dedicated cable internet line just for live streaming, uh, which I'm very excited about. Uh, sorry, mom. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll call you right back. I'll call you right back. Uh, in fact, I think that's the, you know what? I feel like mom calling is the, is the cue for Riley to end the show. On that note, uh, unfortunately, we won't be able to take calls, but everybody who jumped in live, thank you so much. Uh, it's, this, is, this is the way it goes, live content, uh, live content. We're working out the kinks, and of course, we'll be doing it with video very soon. If you're listening to the podcast version, it's, right now it's looking like Tuesday and Thursday nights. Tuesday and Thursday nights, we will be back doing live Star Wars Tonight's, and of course, Saturday nights. Uh, just depending on the capability, et cetera, uh, stay tuned. Uh, we will be doing the Star Wars Report live as well. It's three times a week right now. We're escalating that in the very, very near future. So uh, thank you so much, for everybody, for tuning in. We'll talk to you very soon. Uh, i got to answer this, this call from my mom. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do this. Hang on. You're only going to hear one side of this, but hang on, hang on. 
Hello? Oh, excellent. West Peachtree. Oh, you've crossed uh, 12th Street? So you just went uh, two blocks too far north? So if you turn around and then just turn, um, turn around, turn right on 10th Street, uh, you'll cross the downtown connector and then you'll be right at the uh, Georgia Tech campus on the north side. Uh, yeah, you can jump, you can, yeah, exactly. You can jump one street over and then, and then jump south. I've never heard this on a podcast before. This is so interesting. I'm sorry? <laughs> Fowler to first and then you go around campus and then you'll see the student center right there. Well, and I'll call you back in. I'll call you back in just a second once uh, once you're on campus and, and direct you the rest of the way. All right, bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I am genuinely hesitant whether I should leave that in the podcast. <laughs> I have no idea if that came across the way it should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Riley giving directions to his mother. Is that what we were witnessing there? Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> Just maybe. All right. On that note. And if you're if you donate to Patreon, you can hear more conversations <laughs> Riley has with his mother and giving directions. <laughs> and the more the wait, the more the levels go up, the more contentious it gets. What? <laughs> it was a laugh. You know what? I, a laugh. You. <laughs> You know what I like about the Star Wars report and Star Wars Tonight is that everyone who becomes involved as a Patreon, they, you know, we have hangouts and it's like a family. And it's like, so the, the fact that we hear you talking to your mother, giving directions, it just brings that whole family aspect to the whole thing. Oh, absolutely. And speak, Evan in the chat was saying, they don't say Star Wars is about family for nothing. Well, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. On that note, exactly. that puts the wraps on this episode of Star Wars Tonight. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you stay on top of the show. Uh, we're releasing pretty much each and every... Uh, each and every week, two or three times a week, and we're escalating as we go. Uh, so make sure you're subscribed in iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. It's Star Wars Tonight. Uh, and also, uh, please leave us ratings and reviews, especially as we're getting back uh, in the feed. It's been a long-abandoned feed for most of the year. So as we're getting ready to ramp things up, we do need your... Uh, your help sharing the show as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we've actually already gotten some emails from the last episode of people who are like checking in. Uh, we got a red five standing by email, which was great. Uh, so thanks to everybody who's tuned back in. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at the Riley guy. Bruce is at Admiral underscore Rex. And uh, you know what? Uh, we'll t uh, and again, to, to, to the folks listening live, sorry we couldn't take calls. It's just internet issues again. That'll be resolved in the very near future as we as we continue. Uh, I think that's it. I don't. I, I feel like. Uh, oh yeah, and shoot us an email. Star Wars Tonight at gmail.com. Star Wars Tonight at gmail.com. I finally got that set up and uh, ready to roll. So, forward all of your emails there again. Thanks to everybody listening and thanks to everybody supporting the show. Again, Patreon.com/slash/StarWarsReport is where you can do that. We will talk to you. Well, in the very near future. Until next time. 
May the force be with you. Hang on, I gotta call my. I need to make sure my mom's not lost here. Hang on. All right, uh, we gotta. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you. Hey, I'm not that far from your mom. She can swing by the Ritz Carlton. <laughs> that is That is true. <laughs> That's it. Yay. Oh, 